Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, hey. How are you doing today, Lauren? I'm doing okay, actually. Great. Yeah. Yeah? Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, you know, based on... tired, but... Yeah. Based on the topic we're about to discuss, I'm sure you have some opinions on how you're doing right now, but we'll get to that. Tired. I'm tired. All right. Yes. It's going to end well. Yes. I think. This is true. I agree. But before we do that, we're going to start out by talking about what beer we're going to drink tonight. We are going to drink two beers from Listerman Brewing Company out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Nice. Which is kind of random. Yes. Listerman is somewhat well known, but it's random that we're drinking a Cincinnati brewery. Yeah, since he's not, I don't know if we've ever drank in a Cincinnati brewery. I don't think so. I don't think so yeah. either. Well, I mean, we've we've ventured east a little yeah. bit here and there, and even mm-hmm. further than like, for example, Indiana, but we haven't had, I don't even know if we've had another Ohio, Ohio brewery. I don't know either. This might be our first Ohio. We should get a map. I love that idea. Right? And put where, yeah. Little all right. pins in yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. All right, we're doing it. Ugh, that's <clears> brilliant. <throat> I love it. I love it. Yeah, Matt. write that down. <laughs> okay, so why are we drinking Listerman tonight? Well, actually, it's kind of a funny story. So I have this thing that I've talked about before where I like to do obsessive amounts of research. And yes. <laughs> at one point, I decided that I wasn't going to buy a Tesla because it wasn't going to get the tax credits renewed on the vehicle. Uh, and I just couldn't bring myself to pull the trigger on a $40,000 car. Yeah, I can't. So I kind of just <laughs> dropped it. Yeah, fair. Which I'm sure makes sense, you know, to most people. <laughs> yes. So I start thinking to myself, well, I need to find a reasonable vehicle that I can drive to work for my commute mm-hmm. um, that's not going to cost me an arm and a leg in gas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not $40,000. Yeah. Well, to make a long story short, I did an excessive amount of research <laughs> and found this ridiculously obscure car called the Honda Clarity, which is a plug-in hybrid. It okay. goes about 50 miles on a charge and oh. then has a gas tank to cover oh, additional okay. yeah. yes a supplement got it so in my mind that's perfect mm-hmm. that covers pretty much round trip what you need commute yeah. and um you know if i have to run errands or i have to stop somewhere or i have to go somewhere after work i don't have to worry about charging or anything yeah. like that so in the scheme of things it turns out perfectly mm-hmm. but there's one problem oh and it qualifies for the tax credit Woo-hoo. because it's considered an electric vehicle okay. but there's one problem there aren't any in the Midwest. Oh, jeez. The closest one I found was in Buffalo, New York. Oh, wow. And before I could even make the efforts to look gone. into it, it was sold. Okay. They're also pretty popular. Okay. Basically, for the reason I just explained. Yeah. You have a battery and gas tank. So I think you, that's convenient, especially, yeah. You're pretty safe with it. Mm-hmm. 
And anyway, and it's a Honda, and Hondas are very reliable. Mm-hmm. And it's great. They're yeah. And it's like it's basically an Accord body, so it's a little bigger sedan. Mm. It's not so small like a Civic. Sure. Um. So it's got a little bit of room in it too. You could almost road trip in the car okay. if you really wanted to. Yeah. Which is funny because that's exactly what happened. Uh, the <laughs> one that I ended up getting was in North Plainfield, New Jersey. Oh. Which is about twenty minutes away from Newark. Okay. So my husband and I had a conversation about who was going to be the poor sap to that go had to drive it. this car back. <laughs> we even had kind of a passive conversation about going as a family, uh-huh, just but taking... the flights were so expensive that uh, we would have paid like more than $1,000 for the four of us to fly out there. Oh, one and way and then drive one back. One way. Oh, that sounds Yeah, horrible. and yeah. then drive back. And my kids are still young, and yeah. we're not really sure how much they can handle mm-hmm. road trip time. Plus, it would take a lot. It would take longer. You'd have to stop way more with kids. Oh, yeah. Well, so. my little one is like, goes to the bathroom like every 30 minutes. Oh, jeez. Dude yeah, just that would does take not, forever cutting home. <laughs> does not stop. So I take it to Mike to took the short straw on this yeah, one? Yeah, he... He proposed that he do the drive. He didn't really lose out. It was yeah. his suggestion okay. um, for two reasons. One, because he kind of handles driving at long distances better than I do. Okay. I'm not much of a long drive gotcha. kind of person. Okay. Even as a passenger, I don't really do well for long. very long. Okay. And the other reason was that we've been watching a lot of like murder documentaries, <laughs> and most of the time, it's some woman getting murdered on the side, side of, of the, the highway. highway. Yep, no, that's true. <laughs> Perhaps not the best choice of cinema, but well, you sure you could argue that maybe we shouldn't be watching so much of that. But the point is, we have, and so as a result, we agreed that it was less likely he would get murdered on the side of the Fair. highway. Um, Statistically, so, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> yes, so we agreed that he would make the road trip. Okay. So on his journey, he drove through ohio and ah. stopped and picked up actually a handful of different breweries um, nice. that we will eventually enjoy some of the other ones but this particular time we're going to enjoy listerman so road trip beer got road it road trip nice. beer I like yeah it. so let's open this lemon pound cake it's, it's an american blonde ale it sounded good actually it does I, sound really good i was excited about it yeah, when you put it in the fridge right? i don't know if i've ever had a listerman i've heard of them oh my goodness but i don't know it really smell smells lemony. like lemons. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever had anything by them. I believe I've had one of their beers. I went to Ohio um, for a convention one time, okay. and this brewery had a collaboration with them. Oh, and okay. they had started selling it that day, and the bottles had all sold out. Oh, wow. So it was, yeah, it was that kind of deal. And so I got a taste of it. Nice. And I remember liking yeah, it very that's much. Good. They're, um, they've been around for a while. So yeah, they're out of Cincinnati, but a lot of people, um, they've got a big following in their area, but they, like, I read something about like the beer geeks like them. Like they're right. not very known, like in the general, you know, mass produced, but they're very well known in their area. So, um. They're a niche. Yeah, Probably for like sure. Hoppature is around here. Yeah, I think probably. that outside of of chicago slash some of the midwest mm-hmm. i don't think many people know have a huge following yeah Pop butcher, but yeah, they're that's very popular here totally true it's interesting when you expand your yeah when you continue out what uh breweries people know and what breweries they don't but yeah so listerman it's actually dan listerman it's his 
brewery. It's just named so after it's the just guy. Just named after the guy. That's who started fantastic. It. How so, many times is that the case? Right, not that often. Can you name I another like, brewery that we've I don't had? Think so. They all have like a. They have different weird name. random yeah unique whatever but not just like name family dan's name. brewery right <laughs> yeah like pretty much um what a novel idea i know it was kind of cool but so it's in cincy they say they're they're a microbrewery and homebrew supply store actually oh, cool. uh so he started homebrewing or his first foray into homebrewing was in 1973 as an engineering student in Whoa. college, he bought a brew kit at a local pharmacy and went what? back and he made two completely undrinkable batches of beer. Oh, I can sympathize <laughs> with that. Uh, my foray in homebrewing bordered on undrinkable at times. There were things that were acceptable. But yeah, not. Uh, yeah. So he uh, he gave it up for 15 years and didn't try homebrewing again until 1988. <laughs> maybe um, I should try homebrewing again. It's been 15 years, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe huh. maybe it's time. Okay. Um, so Add that to the list of future yeah, podcasts, right. Kara's beer. Kara's beer. Ooh, I like it. Mm. I think this is a good idea. We need a, <laughs> We should brew a podcast beer. All right, we moving should. on. <laughs> um, so anyway, so his old college roommate called him up and nice. said, "Hey, we should we should try that again. We should try and brew some." Nice. Beer. So I guess him and his brother, um, and they they went and they brewed some batches of beer that actually were were pretty good. So after '88, he started uh, tinkering and making his own beer. Um, and by 1991, he actually started a business of making, manufacturing homebrew equipment. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, 91, he started making homebrew equipment. He bought the building that they're currently still in in 1995 with his wife. Um, and they started brewing beer. Um, and they actually got their license to officially make beer um, and distribute or sell in 2008. So he stopped manufacturing equipment in 2008, but they still sell um, different supplies and kits and things okay. like that. But he doesn't make his own. So now he, he brews. and um, But yeah, so 2008 they started, actually that was what their business was, was making beer. But they could only keg it and bottle it and sell it to bars at the time. Hmm. So in Ohio, until 2012, a law passed that craft breweries were allowed to operate tap rooms. But prior to 2012, they couldn't serve their own beer. They had to keg it, bottle it, sell it, but they could not operate a tap room out of their brewery. That's crazy. So, yeah. So, they they then opened um, a tap room. But, yeah, that's, like, we should have done this one with the weird laws. But, yeah, apparently in Ohio, you couldn't couldn't have tap rooms until relatively recently. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, he originally bought the building from a woman who was like, hey, you want to buy my brew house? And it had a two barrel system and that was it and that's how they started um pre-covid they planned on opening a big german style beer hall so 2019 they made an announcement they were going to open this big beer hall and then it didn't happen because of covid but in may of this year they did open 
I believe it's called Listerman Trailhead or something like that. It's a restaurant, brew pub type thing. They opened it um, Memorial Day weekend of this year. So they didn't get to open their big um, German style beer hall, but they did get to open another facility down the street from where they currently um, produce their beer. Wow. Yeah. So kind of cool been around for a lot longer than some of the other places and been yeah. brewing for a lot longer than some of the other places um i think he said that there were like i read an interview there were like two places like two breweries open like when he first started <laughs> um and now there's you know a, a many more than there were at the time but what an awesome time to start Would right be, you know yeah. when we brew the podcast beer and it completely takes off <laughs> and we have to th- visit the possibility of starting new careers we're going to be very troubled by how many breweries there are in the area oh yes very very much so all right let's try this by the way let's have some lemon pound cake hmm very subtle not as in your face lemon as i expected Uh, well the smell is uh, the aroma is very lemony yeah i agree I think I expected a more tart. Like, this is a very mild, but still lemon, but not in your face, like, taste well, to Well, I it, hate to, to break it to you, but it's yeah. probably the vanilla that's in this <laughs> that is mellowing Offsetting, out the mellowing lemon it. flavor You're for totally you. right. Yeah. Yeah. It tastes kind of like a... It, it honestly totally tastes like lemon pound cake to me. Yeah. Like, completely. I was actually kind of thinking to myself what exactly does lemon pound cake taste like it tastes like this before i tasted this have you ever had they have a lemon cake at portillo's i've had well i've had a lemon cake shake i've had the lemon cake in a shake so it tastes like this pretty pretty close close because it's very it tastes like that lemon icing because the lemon icing on pound cake is a lot lighter than a regular icing so it's got that kind of not super yeah. sugary, little bit of sugar, lemon. It really tastes like lemon pound cake. Like this, this is, is dead good. on with this what? This is really good. Yeah, this is this is actually really tasty. Mm. Mhm. You know, yeah. it's funny. Before we started, we observed that this was a blonde ale, and we had a conversation about how sometimes blonde ales with adjuncts in them just don't go over very well yeah. with us. It's yeah. sort of a weird combination. Um, mm-hmm. For us personally, yes, and not not weird in general, but um, <laughs> as a result, I felt like I had this notion in my head that I wasn't sure I was going to like this. But lemon, mm-hmm. I think, goes with blonde ale really this, well. This so does. this yeah. particular flavor combination is probably even better because it's something that complements that feels the like it goes ale. together yeah no this i actually really like this i don't always love blondales you're right i think mm-hmm. a lot of it has to do with what kind of adjuncts they put in them um but i i really enjoy this one Agreed. so this is and this is exactly again like whether you like a beer or not it's completely as advertised this tastes exactly yeah. like lemon pound cake you it cannot argue this at all it like definitely this does is lemon pound cake in a glass this and is very well done yeah no i really like listerman it. clearly knows what they're doing i mean if we had any doubts after their yeah, long and like history. i said i haven't had anything from listerman i've heard of them and again they've been around for clearly a long time and he's been brewing beer for a very long time but obviously they got this one down because this is exactly what it's supposed to taste like and it's yeah. very tasty i really yeah. like it so 
That was a long road trip that your husband had to take. It <laughs> was very long. And I will admit that while he was gone, I had a bit of an ordeal myself mm. because while he was away, I had to coordinate some childcare. Yep. Um, and that involved kind of reeling in my in-laws a little bit and a, a friend of mine kind of jumping in a little and my mom doing a little bit over, extra. Yep. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I spent a week in the process of buying this car remotely. <laughs> yeah. So one thing about Tesla that I'll say is that when you order a car online from Tesla, it's like ordering something off of Amazon. <laughs> you like put Pick it on it your info. Yeah. <laughs> you can apply for financing. You can literally do the whole process online. When they show up at your house oh, with wow. the car, <laughs> they just leave the documents in the car. Nice. And you're done. You just take wow. them. That's it. Okay, the, that sounds so nice. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Having gone through the process with a regular car dealership, I can say that I can see why people buy Teslas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't really very bad. Mm-hmm. I actually was very fortunate and had a good salesperson to deal with, and yeah. she was pretty communicative, which is usually a problem yeah. you get somebody who doesn't really communicate very well or you mm-hmm. have questions and they don't really know the answer and then mm-hmm. they got to ask somebody yeah and, and then you wait and blah, blah blah yeah and i had everything go pretty well okay. it was just time consuming it took basically the entire span of the week before mm-hmm. okay. uh, my husband went on the trip to get it all sorted mm-hmm because my plan was for him to show up they gave him the keys and, and he leave. drove away yeah and that is ultimately what he ended up doing. Well, that's good. And he said exactly the same thing. Oh, I just want to show up and drive away. And I'm like, I'm working on that. Yeah, I'm doing the best I can. But the whole process, Lauren, yeah. just completely fried me. Uh, I am exhausting. just like... Well, he, that's what we're talking about yeah, today. He was <laughs> gone after that. And I just like, the week did not get a whole lot easier. Yep. It was still long and difficult. And work was tiring and kids were exhausting and i yep. burned out mm-hmm. that's where i'm that's what we're too. gonna talk about talking burned about out. burned out i know and you know we, we were talking briefly and we're saying like you'd think after the like crazy year and a half of logistical nightmare teach from home mm-hmm. children work craziness that like we would have already been there but or at I some feel, point you would have been yeah. burned out, and but yet the most burned out I've felt has is been like right not, now. Right, which is kind of crazy that it's now, and it wasn't six months ago. Or, right. you know, like, what about now? And I guess, you know, like, we're getting back to normal-ish, but, like, I don't know. I feel like maybe that's part of it. Maybe... For a year, I didn't do much. Your expectations so, were low. Yeah. So, like, now that you can literally do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, this past weekend, for example, it was nice out. Yeah. It, I, You know, we could have gone somewhere. We could have done something. And I just, like, I just didn't like, do no. anything. We didn't do anything. We watched TV shows and played video games. And when I say we, I mean they did that. They did and that. And I laid in my bed <laughs> yeah. and watched YouTube videos of this guy who, like, reacts to people dyeing their own hair, (laughs) which I have to tell you is actually really good. But but seriously, I mean, it's just nothing. I just did. Yeah. Almost nothing. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... I mean, we could have swam in the pool. We didn't do that. Also, my pool, it's, like, all that rain, and it was, like, cold, and Uh, it just, like, turned into a green sludge in there, and I've been... 
resurrecting it since then but it's a process and i told myself last night i like was staring into the depths of the pool and it looked better Mm -hmm. but it was still really cloudy and i was just like okay i got a couple of things i'm gonna do here and if it doesn't look better tomorrow i'm gonna drain the thing and put it away you're like i'm done and my husband was just like it's funny because he was never super like about pool pool. i've said that like twice ever and he's always just like yeah it's fine Mm -hmm. he's just like yeah take it down (laughs) it's time but yeah i couldn't even get myself to well and the pool was cold because it's it's been been raining it's been like 72 degrees like our pool's permanent so it's not like it's taken getting taken down but like it is too cold to swim it's too cold i mean The water maybe if it were nice. nicer this like recently maybe that's part of it too yeah. my, my brother the we got together with him a couple you. weeks ago and i was like i'm just blah and he's like it's because of your seasonal depressed whatever seasonal whatever depressive thing. yeah 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 sad they call it sad and i was like maybe seasonal maybe. affect disorder yes, isn't that what it is i believe it is and mm. i was like yes it could be it really could be because the weather's been such crap and like I think in summer, you're like at least wanting to be able to do stuff outside. Well, and the sunshine actually like improves oh, your totally spirit. Does. So like if you yes. go outside and the sun is shining. It makes you, you feel, better. feel better. I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. But it hasn't been. And then like, so I you know, made this great idea of at the beginning of the summer when school is getting out to make this like big list with little boxes of and i haven't i have an app or a program on the computer that just it makes it for you so it's not like mm-hmm. i made it but um and we put all these different boxes with all of these activities like a to-do list like so a bucket check list the box. yep so yeah. a summer bucket list and like we've done a bunch of them but now i'm just like i don't want to like i'm just looking at it and i'm like and it's not that you don't want to do like the one thing on the list you haven't crossed off it's just so you don't want to do anything you don't even want to do the stuff on the list you already crossed yeah i don't want to do any of it and one of the we put a box for me and my husband and we have put like one was mom's choice and one was dad's choice and the kids were like what do you want to do for mom's choice and i was like nothing nothing. like that's what i want to do i just want to sit i don't want to do anything it's that i want to do nothing yeah so i'm i'm just and the the problem for me is that i still have so many things left this summer that are already planned yeah that like i have to do them like we have our big vacation planned still yeah and we're gonna be gone for a kind of ridiculous amount of time and i'm just exhausted thinking, thinking about, about it, it right you probably and, feel yeah. like defeated by the plans that right? you've made i yeah. mean I keep thinking about our August trip because we're going to be gone for like seven days. Mm -hmm. And I just keep telling myself every single day that I just add more time to my kids' tablets that uh, it's fine because we're going to go on that vacation and we're not even going to bring the tablets. And like that's what's going through my head that we're going to have this one week of freedom. But I'm like so like bogged down by it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean like I planned a bunch of things and they sound great and practice but in my head and then it's all of the like okay in order to go and do this i have to do all of these like 342 things before like we the leave prep for it to do it and that hit me today because we're going we're leaving to go camping next thursday mm-hmm. and we're going with friends and 
sometimes it's harder to go with other families on vacations. Yeah, I like, can you see have that. To because even things. though you're going on a vacation, you still have to sort of get everyone's blessing. Yeah, on stuff or activities or and i'm not the one i'm not a person that's like we have to spend all of our time together by any means at all i was gonna say that before when we were planning our secret journey for later uh that it is totally fine with me if you want to just like go sit by yourself for two hours and read a book totally like all you gotta do is be like let's not skip meals i'll see you for dinner yes that is all i care about is not starving yep otherwise i I am okay I am, even when it's, like, family stuff, and, like, obviously I have to keep my kids alive, but, like, if we're with other families, I'm like, you guys can do whatever you want. Like, I do not care. This is your trip, too. Right. Like, whatever. And if there was, like, like, we were packing up to go home from a trip one time, and I told my husband, I'm like, he wanted to go to the store, and I was like, I'll take the kids. You go do that thing that you want. We don't have to spend every waking moment together. I don't care. But anyway, so we've got this camping trip planned starting Thursday. And I'm like spending, I spent some of today like, okay, who's cooking what meals and what's my grocery list? And camping is hard because like you have to bring everything. So, you know, we've got all that. And so I was like, okay, here's the logistics of that. And silly us, we're coming home on Sunday from camping and leaving Monday for South Dakota Ooh. to not come back until the following Tuesday. Whoa. Dude. So, right? Yeah. So we'll Dude, be gone. You got to leave Sunday early, we'll man. We'll be gone you gotta for 11 nights. Oof. That is right? intense. Yeah. It's hitting me. Like- That's intense. <laughs> I get the weight of how... See, now I'm starting to feel burned out from your trip right? situation. Right? And then the kids go back to school the week after we come back. That's which kinda... I actually is a light at the end of the tunnel. I know, right? Freedom. I don't know why that so... seems like freedom. Normally, when my kids go back to school, it's really no different for me yeah. because I work yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm not home more or less when they're at school. It's it's basically the same amount. Yeah, fair. So I didn't. That's true. Doesn't... Our kids are in camp, but I feel like for some reason them getting back to school is gonna is like make better. everything better, and I don't know why. I think so. One thing for me is that logistically summer is harder because camp does not pick them up on the bus. Mm. So my children all take the bus to school in the morning. And so I just have to get them to the end of the block or literally say, go out the door and they get on the bus. Right. And then they get off the bus and then they come and knock on the door. And it's fine. And the twins are old enough that they don't need someone to get them on or off the bus. Right. So we're good. Um, my oldest, he's, you know, special needs. So we actually need to get him on and off the bus. But it's a lot easier to ask, like, grandma and grandpa to come by just to get them on the bus than it is to say, hey, can you drive the twins to Lamont, which is 17 minutes from here? And then from Lamont, can you drive the oldest to Romeoville, which is another 25 minutes, and do all that before 9 a.m.? in right. the morning yeah so it's like, a really big ass that's and that's every day in the summer yeah so especially because i work and the days my husband works and so i think i'm just logistically exhausted like me and my husband were talking today on the phone and he goes do you have anything to talk to me about that's not logistics and i was like i mean no not. i mean and not that i don't love you and not that yeah. i don't want to talk to you 
But my life right now is completely just logistics. Like, that's all it is. I mean, when I leave for work on a day where my husband is off, Mm -hmm. I get in the car and I start driving. And then I remember the seven things that I didn't tell him. And I grab Mm -hmm. my phone and I voice text like 20 Mm -hmm. million little things. And 90% of the time I get a call from him within (laughs) about five minutes. And he's just like, so you have a haircut and you're recording the podcast tonight? (laughs) Yeah, it's on the calendar. I got the calendar notification. I was just trying to figure out, are you going to be home after work, but, you know, for dinner? Or are you sure. going straight to the haircut? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to come home. And it was just like, yeah, that is That was what us we tonight, do. too. I work, so I was in the office today. So, and my husband got the kids all to camp. So he did that piece. I left for work at 6.05 in the morning to get to work. And then he did stuff around the house. And then he went and picked up the twins from camp and I drove home and I got our oldest um, from therapy. And then I made the twins a snack, the oldest dinner, and then my husband took the twins to MMA. And so while they were at MMA, I made them dinner. So they ate dinner when they got home and me and my husband ate dinner with them. And then we put the oldest to bed and then you came over. Whew. I mean, I got a little like <laughs> lost I got a little in there. This is why I was just this like, if I don't I'm zone tired. out, I'm gonna scream out loud. And then tonight, <laughs> yeah. And then so the camp thing, they're at different camps because one's a special needs camp, right? You told is, me that they weren't they weren't accepting. Yeah, they weren't allowed. Also, my kid keeps getting kicked out of camp every day because apparently he is hitting children at camp, which never happened before camp. He went to school. He went to summer school. He goes to therapy six days a week. Once he started camp, he started hitting people. And I talked to the director, and now I'm just complaining. But um, And I'm like, <laughs> something there is triggering him. Because he doesn't, like, he yells. I mean, he doesn't hit he, at home, he, does he? I mean, Now like, he has a couple oh. of times he hit mm. his brother, but not until he started going to camp. Something's so happening there. I'm like, there. something is at camp. I can't like I don't and I don't know I have no idea what it is I don't know what's and going you hate on. to be that person that's like right, like whatever what you did wrong can you please stop it because yeah. you're messing up my kid like <laughs> and I'm like I just so that's frustrating but so their schedules are different so like our oldest goes to like the park on Tuesdays and like t- and Thursdays and then sometimes on Thursday afternoons they have an activity so during Zumba this Thursday last Thursday they did like a magic show but their field trips are on Fridays and their pool days are on Wednesdays okay so that's one kid and then the twins have pool days on Tuesdays and Thursdays their field trips are on Wednesdays and then they have a cookout on Fridays so to figure out what I need to put in their backpacks is like Who's on first? What's on? Like, you need to I, like write it on your arm. Right? Every week. Like, like tomorrow, what do you need? What do you need for tomorrow? Suits. First of all, what day is it? Second of all, what are you doing? Where do you like? Do they know? <laughs> the twins sometimes do. Like I can get them to be like, so go pack your backpack and hope for the best. And you're sort of like, maybe they like, put the swimsuits in there and then I'll know that it's a swim day. Yeah. But I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, I don't like my husband yesterday was like, tomorrow's tuesday and i'm like tomorrow's wednesday it's like okay so wednesday so who goes where and i'm like exactly exactly so my head is gonna my brain is gonna explode so that is why for me 
going back to school is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Because you'll I stop don't having have all of that. This and disaster. they'll just be school. Just school. You just have to go to school every day. So that's it. So I'm very, I'm just tired. The moral of my story, ladies and gentlemen, is I'm tired. You're tired. <laughs> I totally get it. The only thing I'd like to add uh, is because you seem way more burned out than me, although I definitely have that <laughs> feeling, but listening to your schedule kind of like burned me out a little bit. Uh, but I wanted to note that uh, when I, I always try to think about like when I was growing up, mm. did my mom ever seem burned out? And I don't specifically remember, like, you know, her, like, mommy needs to lay down or or anything like that. Not really. I don't either. But my, I also noticed when I was thinking about it that we didn't do a lot of, like, daily adventures. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom, I didn't go to the zoo growing up more than no, the we couple went, times like, we like decorated the christmas tree for say, girl we scouts. went for like an event or something but we didn't go on I a mean, random tuesday park visits or play dates with friends yeah, but the park was down the street i mean i could go there by <laughs> like, myself you could just you know walk to the end of the block but you know what i'm saying like no playing i totally with the get kids it. across the street or playing at yeah. your house nowadays it's like you're Everybody's doing shit all the time. It's I mean, like right? activities, like, activities, activities. Like yeah. even if we subtract out like all these like camp responsibilities sure. yeah. that you have with your kids, like think about all of the things that you do in a normal week where you don't have any like rigid plans. Yeah. You still like I'm going to take the kids to the zoo today. We're going to go to the children's museum tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to go check out this park in Burridge on Thursday. I blame like, social media. I blame... Right? I, I, it's like a peer pressure thing. I feel like everybody's doing all this stuff with their kids, and then my kids will come home and be like, so-and-so went here, so-and-so went Oof. here, and so-and-so went here. And I'm well, like, run for that. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Like, Sunday, there was no camp. There was no anything. My husband had to fix our dryer because that stopped working three days Ugh. before. So was that Sunday? I don't know. I think it was Sunday. So yeah. So Sunday, which wasn't necessary, I went and we went to the comic book shop uh-huh. and the kids all picked out a comic book. And then we went to a new candy store in town and they were out of ice cream because they like just opened and whatnot. Uh, and so, okay. which is totally fair, reasonable, fair. but they had candy. And so we got some candy and then we went to Plainfield and we got a flight of ice cream at Hazel Marie's, which is another ice cream shop. I saw that. And then that there was, was cool. a farmer's market there. So we went and we stopped at the farmer's market mm. and then we came home and we went in the pool and that was Sunday. That was not a required day of activities, but, but yet you know, I'm all over the freaking place. But you totally get what I'm saying, yeah. right? I mean, like that was your Sunday of like impromptu activities. Yeah, yeah I didn't and plan I any don't, of that. I just don't fully rem- I don't remember a lot of that. I mean, like even when you would get together yeah. with friends, we it was just, just like you went to their house friends. and you would like play with their dolls and or that was it. Yeah. Why like is that, that was play we need to do more of that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Go play together. Go check. I do feel like there's less play dates now, though. And maybe that's the thing of COVID. I, like, I, I think it's know. a little bit of a couple things. I think that maybe part of it is COVID. So everybody's a little bit more like staying home or staying just the group of them or whatever. Yeah. And I think the other part of it is that because we fill our schedules with so much planning that like if I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing later? You want to get the kids together? You're just like, well, first we're doing this and then we're doing this. So there's no doing... time. So to you do like it. Yeah. if I'm not like, hey, what are you doing next Thursday? Do you want to get the totally kids together? Right. Yeah. And not all the time. And not 
you specifically. Sure, but in general, it's everybody. Yeah. You're I right, mean, though. We had um, we had planned. Me and two of my girlfriends, who we both have, we all have kids, had planned a play date for like the end of June. We planned it in March, right? Because we were all like, "Well, this day doesn't work. Well, this day is not going to work. All right, we're going to plan it for June 25th, back in March." I know, and right? that's how we were able to get a day to get together with. Well, even you and I struggle with that, just trying to plan recording. And we intentionally schedule it for times when, like, the kids are in bed. So one of us feasibly is, like, managing children that are asleep. I mean, not not always is the case, but but it does happen where one of us is still basically managing the kids Mm -hmm. while also recording. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not for like sure. we get to go like to a nice little secluded, isolated place. I remember nice. when we first started talking about the podcast, I proposed the idea of like going to the library to record yeah. because they have all the recording Firms, equipment. Yeah, and you were so. like, I don't think you can drink at the library. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's a really good observation. <laughs> and then also the hours of the library. Also, would be that's totally true. Way too That's not the first thing that I thought of, though. It was the drinking. But yeah, no, they close at what, like five? I don't even I mean, know I what think, time the library closes. I think closes. Bolingbroke's library is open a little later than that. Yeah, but... but yeah, they not, were also not after downright closed for a while. True. Here. Also so true. what would we have done? Uh, I mean, at that point, we would have bought the equipment, yeah, I guess. Just been like, all right. So let's try <sighs> Father Kelly's cinnamon roll stuff. All right, Father Kelly. It's got a priest, a picture of a priest on the label, which Holding is Holding cool. cinnamon rolls. Hmm. I guess I'm getting a little bit of, like, cinnamon and sugar. It's cinnamon and sugar. It's, it's not almost... just cinnamon. No, it's sugary, which is is the cinnamon roll. I can get that. Oh, definitely tastes like cinnamon roll. Oh, yeah. I get a lot of cinnamon, actually. Yeah. In the taste. I get I get a little bit of more sweetness in the aroma, but I get a lot of cinnamon in that taste. Yeah. Especially that first taste. All right, I'm going to try well, it. Well, especially the aftertaste, too. Yes. It's very, like... Very cinnamony. Like, when you taste something with cinnamon and you have that on your tongue and you can't get rid of it, that's like what those, I'm feeling. It's like the big red cinnamon flavor, where not as strong, but it has that, Lingering. like, burn-your-tongue feeling. It's totally got that cinnamon, that that lingering taste feeling of cinnamon. I'm I'm surprised it's not sweeter to me. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, what's the word I want to use to describe? You're right. This is not sweeter. It doesn't have a thick mouth feel. It's no, like a, it's a little thin. It's um, a little thin, and it's a little zesty. It's not yeah. really like. I guess I don't want to say syrupy because I would that sounds negative, but yeah. you know, I mean, cinnamon rolls have the frosting on them, yeah, and that frosting is a syrupy frosting. Yeah, and it, so like, yeah, no, it's not. It's uh, it's got the cinnamon and the like bready almost taste. Sure. Um, yeah. I'm missing the sweetness of yeah. it. That's what I'm I'm missing in this one. Could have a little bit of vanilla, I think. Could be. <laughs> It's kind of interesting. Like in the lemon pound cake, I expected it to be toned down on the sweetness, but I almost feel like that one tastes a little bit sweeter to me. I do. I think than so. this one. Absolutely. When I would have expected this well, one, this is a pastry to stout. taste yeah. sweeter. Yeah. So I think I'm I'm missing I'm missing the icing on the, my cinnamon roll. Well, and this. maybe because we drank this pound cake and then we drank this. 
cinnamon roll. We that's oh, we, that contrast is more obvious to yep. us. Fair. That this is a little bit lacking in like the sweetness that yeah. we were expecting yeah. because we drank something that had a little bit a little more sweetness. sweetness than yeah. we thought it would. True. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's it's just I would have I would have liked a little bit sweeter for what the description is. Like mm. when you think cinnamon roll, like that cinnamon sugar sweet like that's what i think and this has totally the cinnamon and the the roll but not so much the sweet yeah so that's where i'm at yeah. with this yeah, yeah. not bad Mm-mm. uh i no, love the pound cake i love the oh i love pound the cake pound cake um, i actually think i would like this one more if it wasn't a if i wasn't expecting cinnamon roll Mm-hmm. So like it doesn't. It's not that it's bad. It's not what I expected because I expected it to be sweeter. This yeah. is more like a cinnamon. So if no one told you what was in it, you yeah. would get that hint of cinnamon, yeah. and that would be pleasing to you because that would be all you, sure. yeah. you would have expected was yeah. a hint of something. Yeah, but I expected it to be sweeter, and I think that was a little bit disappointing. But um, I love the lemon pound cake. I, that yeah, was me really too. good to me. That That's was really of, good. What an yeah. impressive. What yep. a pleasant surprise. Yep. No, that was really really tasty. So yeah, but overall. Oh, I'm I'm excited. If I see Listerman while I'm driving through Ohio, I, I will recommend uh, that you do. Yeah, I mean I saw it in up. Columbus, so okay. they even have it. You know, yeah, a, little a little further bit farther. West. I'm sure they do. I don't. I couldn't find. I didn't uh, see where they distribute to, but I'm sure somewhere around that area. So we might drive through Ohio. We're gonna head down to Kentucky in October for a belated anniversary trip. Um, so if we drive through there, I'll take a, take a look. And Absolutely. See what else get some find. more lemon pound We're going to get some more road trip beer. Road trip road beer. Trip beer. Well, like this little road trip theme we have going I like on. it. I like it. Because we're probably we going to hit a couple more road trip yeah. breweries, uh, in the next couple episodes. Definitely. Because we're going to be picking up some more. So. Yeah. Road trip, road trip beer, volume one. All right, guys. <laughs> there well, it is. <laughs> Listerman. Good stuff. I'm going to keep drinking my lemon pound cake and, uh, thank you everybody. Cheers. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.